and welcome to Character Canon. I'm Michelle. And I'm Matt. And today we are going to be talking about The Witcher. Dun, dun, dun. I don't remember the... I can't do the intro song noise to that show. To what show? The Witcher. They're, it's like whenever the title card comes up with the cool symbol, it's like... The Darkness. Witcher, the Witcher, no- da, the Witcher da, da, music. Da, da, da. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. What it is. <laughs> so, for reference, before we get started, uh, you just like literally just finished watching like this show a couple show. hours ago. And for me, it's been a few weeks since I finished watching the show in a single day. And we've both seen it before. Obviously, yeah, that yeah, was our, that that was was our my, second watch. That was through? my second time through. Yeah, and that was your second and a half. Yes. So because this time around, I watched it halfway through, and then was with a friend, and she had never seen it. So we watched half of it again, and then I finished it with the first person that I had been watching it with, and that's when I just finished it a couple hours ago. So did she did she enjoy it? The friend that was yeah yeah yeah. Which is a good show. It's a good show. All right. So uh. So like, before we get into characters, yeah. gorgeous scenery in this yeah. show. Every Very time pretty. they like open up on a scene, and I'm just like. Oh my gosh, like it's so beautiful, like the water and the mountains and the castles and mm-hmm. the and I'm just like, oh, it's so I love I, I think I think for me like the winter forest scenes yeah. with Siri are And her hair against oh, yeah. it is like yeah, yeah, stunning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, even when she gets mud in her hair and I know. it's still super stylish and I'm like, all right. Well, and like, it's kind of muddy for a bit and then it's like not muddy at all. And I'm yeah, like, what, where did all the mud go? She's she, obviously not bathed. She made it to the camp and they washed her hair. It's fine. Um, I, yeah, whatever. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so gorgeous. yeah, that also I wrote down that the moral of this story, and this is pretty much true, is just that royalty sucks. I think that that's really the, um, the moral of the story here. I don't know. Like... There's some okay royalty in this show. Uh, Come on. Uh, like who? Uh, like what's his, uh, Ark of Skellig or whatever his name is. The the king. Uh, the king that had sex with his sister? No. Uh, the husband or the grandpa. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. I guess he was all yeah, right. What's but his she name? Was... Gosh dang it. What, why am I blanking here? Oh, my gosh. Hold on. Um, no, 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 no. I'm looking, I'm looking for the name. Iced. Iced. Iced of Skellig. Iced of uh, Skellig. He's awesome. He's a super cool, he's awesome cool. dude. I like that he proposed to Queen Clive Proposed. Three times. We'll talk about that. Uh, oh, <laughs> he did. Well, did he propose? I thought it was just twice. And then. Okay. And fine. then the third time. Twice. He cleverly manipulated them the into situation. being married yeah very very fun and she, oh, so I, good. Their and relationship she wanted was great. she wanted to be married to him yeah and Just so it's fine if, if she hadn't wanted to be be married to him and he did that i would have been like dirt move but it was good because they were both you want to just explain what we're talking about in case people didn't get it on their watch watch the show (laughs) but they might not have got it i didn't get it right away oh sure well we'll talk about it in a bit okay but like talk about it now because we're talking about it there's a great scene where basically um some people are getting married and the it's the princess and her love interest there they've it's been decided they're gonna get married unfortunately the princess was betrothed to another prince for the sake of a military alliance. alliance and so because she's marrying this other dude people are like but what about the military alliance between these two countries and the king has been super in love with the queen of well he's not the king yet well but yeah the king of his own country has been you know the the alliance country has been super in love with the queen for a long time but she keeps turning him down and he uses this as the opportunity to say well the military alliance is secure because we're getting married as well da, 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 da. and it's cute was it's he fun. from another country i thought he was just like a realm in her country no, he's from skellig they're from somewhere else like okay somewhere i i had interpreted it it as um as it being like a part of the realm in hers but you're probably you're definitely right now that i think through that i i can't remember if we see a map and we can see it i don't remember but the they, only places that matter are Sintra and Nilfgaard, really. Yeah, sure. Well, Skellig seems to be like a um, an aquatic nation as well. Mm, so mm-hmm. who knows? Mm, who knows? Anyway, so um, so let's get right into it. Uh, we'll talk about. Start with Geralt. Geralt of Rivia, the Witcher. The Witcher. <laughs> That's what, what they say. Yes, it's how they call him. The the White Wolf. We don't want you here, Witcher. Witcher. 
your butcher a blaviken. Uh, gosh, I love butcher. the. I love all the terrible accents in the oh, show. So I say terrible. They're all really good. No, it's so. I think good. every single accent in the show is super on point and great. I can't think of a single one that I, I don't love like. I love um. I love the Witcher's grunts. <laughs> he's <Yeah>. just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you know what he's saying. He doesn't so, have to say a word. So I think it's really weird because he's a almost like a silent protagonist a lot of times mm-hmm. where he's not super outspoken. Um, Which is why we have to have the bard. But well, continue. And, and I think that a lot of his strengths as a character come from other people playing off of him and his actions. Yeah. You know, the amount of times people go, oh, he's a monster killer and that's all he is. And you're like, well, is he though? Because like he does hunt monsters. Right. But he's not a he's not just some weird monster slayer goes around killing every single monster in the world. Like he doesn't do that. You know, he kills what needs to die and doesn't what doesn't. And it's it's this balance and understanding of what is acceptable. Right. But it's also interesting because it would be very easy for people to see him as a monster. And he talks and about that. And they do. Um, and they're afraid of him because they should be. Because he could, mutant. you know, kill them. Um, but but it is really interesting and, and, and kind of beautiful and sad at the same time of how he's like, I don't want to be seen as a monster. Yeah. And like does what he can so that hopefully people won't view him in that way. And it's really sad, but it is really beautiful how he like a lot of times takes the moral high ground. Um, and also because like he's like I don't want to deal with you petty humans like your yeah. dumb drama that is stupid. He's like, look, none of it matters. Just let it go and walk away. Right. And you'll live a happy life. And right. they're like, but I won't. And he's like, but I have a grudge. And he's like, that matters more than anything else. And then he goes, <sighs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I love I love Geralt. He's really he's really just mm-hmm. this nonsensical kind of character Mm -hmm. on that same vein i like that he pretends he doesn't care about stuff but he actually does care about the stuff he's a tsundere uh so i but i'm curious though this this thought came across um to myself too while i was watching it just once destiny hits i feel like there's a new there's some new element so after he claims the law of surprise it feels like he gets a little bit more compassionate and empathetic and caring in some ways like even just like when he talks to mausak like right after i'm saying mausak even though they say mausak because i think that's weird and i don't that's like it name. so i'm going with mausak he's a druid don't judge him he's a druid yeah oh, i didn't catch that yeah anyways um but i um like he he talks to mausak i'm still gonna say it um and says <laughs> it makes throwing, me uncomfortable I'm throwing my hands up in the air in frustration <laughs> um but he's like come like get away from like leave these people like don't deal with this and he's like no i'm gonna stay and watch over the child and da 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 um and and i feel like it's after that that we start seeing him interact more with um oh what's the bard's name yes yaskir um, and I feel like he is a little bit more caring towards Yaskier than he was at the very beginning. So I'm just, I noticed some subtle hints, like after claiming the law of surprise, of him caring a little bit more about sure. the world and people and the people I that think, are around him. And I, I think, just thought that was interesting. Yeah, I think part of it is because Yaskier just firmly latches himself onto Geralt in a lot of oh, ways. Oh, absolutely. And, and the more it happens, the more he's just like, oh gosh, I'm just stuck with this idiot. Right. Um, and, and it's fine. And I think that there's a big impact on Yennefer's part mm-hmm. where she is just this thing in his life that he has never known. Mm-hmm. And he wants to, but he doesn't want to. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't understand. And, he, and he's afraid, but he wants it, you know? And it's it's just such an interesting back and forth where he's... I love the conversation they have on the mountain where he says, uh, every time I see you, I say more in a minute than I've said in a month. Right. You know, and this idea that she really brings out of him everything Mm -hmm. and he cares about her and she cares about him, but she's scared to care about him and he's scared to care about her. Okay. But like, so do you think, so at the end of that episode with the, the mountain scene, they also, um the gold dragon well they're like so is this love just magic not actually real i'm curious what do you think i it's possible but if i had to say like what he wished for 
I because I don't think Geralt is stupid. I don't think right. he would make a wish. Although that he was would, also well, never mind. I was I gonna say he was tired, but she actually did give him rest. But continue. I don't think that he would make a wish just kind of willy nilly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's mm-hmm. smart. He's not mm-hmm. a he, especially when it comes to monsters. He's not stupid. And at I, the same time, though, and I guess he had figured this out by that point. But he did say, like, for um, Yaskier to stop and or shut it or something, and then then the curse or the the gin affected Yaskier, you know, and he didn't even realize that he had made a wish. Yeah. The Witcher. So like, I feel like he might not be as careful with his words as he thinks at the same time. Well, sure. So he might have said just like save her, but maybe save her was like the gin interpreted like that they were to save each other or like maybe something like that. I don't know. It's possible. I, I think that it was probably in the vein of something along the lines of something like, I'm trying to think of how to phrase this. Mm-hmm. I keep saying something like <laughs> save this woman so I can see her again sort of thing. Like, I don't think he, his wish was have her fall in love with me. Oh or, no. Like, let me let her live so we can love each other or anything like that. Like, I don't think that their feelings are forced mm-hmm. in any way. Mm-hmm. I I think that they are bound together by something. Yeah. Call it destiny or a djinn or whatever you want to call it. But they definitely do have a bond. Right. And... Well, I think if there is... A, if it is magic, and, and I think I believe it is magic that's tying them together, and his, part of his destiny is Siri, then it makes sense that all of their destinies are tied because both of the both Yennefer and Ciri are tied to Geralt. And then at the end, at the very end, somehow Ciri yeah. knows about Yennefer and yeah. is like, and like the last line of the show is like, "Who's Yennefer?" You know, yeah, and then she, it ends. she uh, she dreams of him calling out for Yennefer's Yennefer. name. Yeah, and does she also dream of the elder wizard lady? Uh, what's her name? Yes, yes, because they're both yelling out Yennefer. Cecilia Devree. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't. So I don't know how much she saw. I don't, I don't even know how much is real. I like, don't I don't think that moment happened. So she must have seen them both yelling it out. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? I'm interested for season two. Yeah. Well, she. And a part of it, too, is that we're jumping all over the place. But Siri. Also show has, jumps all over the place. I know. Seriously. Oh, what a timeline. So well Siri written. Is um, <laughs> um, but so Siri has some kind of magic in her, right? Yeah. But I think one of the questions that's She's being posed... She's the lion posed, cub of Sintra. I know. One of the questions being posed is that both for her and her mother, does that magic come out of the need to fulfill the law of surprise? Because, mm. so thinking about... So th- hear me out. So the first time we see that magic is out of series... Well, we probably see that out of series first. But with series yeah. mother... It was like episode one that we see Siri do use it. it. Right. But, yeah. so, so her mother uses it when her series dad is about to get killed the hedgehog dude um he's about to get killed and so um what i don't remember her name but series mom is like she like is like no and then she creates that like like super vortex of vor- death yeah, and chaos. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> craziness I, happening okay. let me stop you right there okay no i don't think it's based around destiny or the law of surprise or anything like that they talk about the power being hereditary um but that it just skipped grandma Sintra. you're right they did have that line. um yeah the great grandmother of siri had the power and and it's supposedly something that can be controlled and formed in some way so i don't think that it is related to destiny, destiny. per se okay that's fair i was just asking because i think that that's a it was just interesting that sure. we saw it that and- it comes about as a result of but it's 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 sort of this it's sort of circular logic where it's look destiny has been proclaimed in this one spot and then it so it needs to happen later and the power is just a tool of destiny to make that whatever happen later you know what i mean like everything that happens in the story is meant to happen because destiny so it's sort of you know it's sort of this concept that basically means and nothing really matters whatever happens in the story because destiny will win in the end. But what is destiny? And mm-hmm. can someone mess with it? Well, obviously, uh, C- Queen Calanthe tried to. And as what she... What an idiot. I know. I hate her. No, seriously. <laughs> I get so mad at her. I'm like, I get it. Okay. In some ways, I get it. Like, things have been 
her daughter, her granddaughter, like it feels like they're being taken away from her because of this stupid law of surprise destiny thing. And and I think that that's valid for her to be upset by that. But at the same time, it's also it's also like sort of she, the- it, I, I just, I get it, like, kings and queens, different time period, all that, but it's so selfish to me that she puts her entire kingdom at jeopardy. And, in fact, the whole, what is it, the whole north, right? Yeah. Um, By her stubbornness and unwillingness to let Siri be, like, have the destiny that's now proclaimed for her. Sure. I, I, it's also... One of the reasonings she claims is she's sick of the rules made by men. Yes. And. But in theory, we don't. Destiny isn't male or female. It's just destiny. That's true. But it's famously sort of this uh, romantic concept that would be easily adopted by, I guess, male dominated kingdoms. And she holds a. She holds it with a grain of salt. She's like. And that's fair. But to be fair, too. We, we, as the audience at least, have no idea where this law of surprise even originated sure. from. Like, you know. Yeah. But it's also... obviously De- Destiny's intervened into that a yeah. lot. Because you could just say, like, yeah, whatever I have but don't yet know that I have, like, is yours. Yeah. But, like, you can say that, but, like, who's to say that that never actually comes about, you know? But then, obviously, in this world, that involves a lot more... There's a lot of weight yeah. in that. Well, and if you law. think about it, you know, the idea of a man proposing it versus a woman proposing the law of surprise is drastically different because a man proposing yeah, especially it could when mean I'm, a child. Right. The woman probably would not do it, you know, if she suspected she had a child on the way. Yes. You know? And it's it's the sort of concept where it's it's almost... He's giving away something that he has. He's prepared. He's prepared to give this thing away, and for the wife, she's like, "Excuse she, she's you, like, you're doing what with our child? Excuse like, me, what? Yeah. So I imagine it's kind of like that yeah. in a weird way. Yeah. Where, where in in her in her daughter's case, her you know Queen Calanthe's husband was like. Oh, I'm gonna give you the law of surprise, and then the daughter was born, and it's like, oh well, dang, and so there goes her daughter. Yeah, and then, and then Dooney then marries her daughter, and it's like, oh, here, Geralt, the law of surprise, and she's like, For- no, and then, and then it's like, oh, she's pregnant, and it's like, no, <laughs> and there goes her granddaughter, and right. that's awful. Like it her is life, awful. honestly, her life sucks. I feel bad for Queen Calanthe of Sintra. Yeah. Also, you're a terrible person. Yeah. So that's valid. Uh, like, yeah. Look, you're you're awful and I hate you, but also I'm sorry that your life sucks so much. Yeah. Like that those those are my two opinions regarding her. Yeah. Uh, and I mean she's incredibly impressive. Oh, like, sure. She's an she's incredible crazy. battle strategist and, and warrior. warrior. Um but yeah, no, not no, yeah. not not her not her biggest fan. No, it's and it's big fan of Ice though. Ice is great. Um, and Ice, I love I love Ice relationship with with Siri. I, yeah, it's really cute and he's, dumb and he's funny. Fun. I I love I love the opening scene where he's flirting with the queen right. and, and she's like and she's gross, like, gross. <laughs> uh, just a typical teen and all this stuff. Very fun. Um, Do we Siri's like thirteen years old? Fourteen. I, I think it says it at one point, but I don't remember. I, I can't recall. I'll look it up. Um, uh, I don't know. It doesn't really matter. But yeah, so so what else we got? Um, um, well, we did we talk about- <laughs> well, did we actually finish The Witcher? Yeah, we didn't finish Girl. Um, well, so so one thing we haven't talked about is, um, so Renfrey had a huge impact on him. And even upon like watching it through a second time, I think that that still is a little bit confusing to me i'm reading spoilers for the witcher universe on accident stop Ah! what are you doing that's fine sorry so it's interesting because this show wasn't just written to be a show right like there are books and video games and other things around it so there's stuff there's stuff and themes in these in this show that i feel like either are going to come up a lot more in the second season or are things in reference to books or other things that we haven't even we don't know anything about well so uh, one of the concepts they often talk about is the conjunction of spheres, mm-hmm. right? It's, some, it's a term they bring up all the stinking time. And that is, and they're like, not since the conjunction of spheres or, right. you know, ever since the conjunction of spheres, magic, blah, blah, blah. 
And basically what that is, is in the Witcher universe, is this is my basic understanding, if I'm wrong, please forgive me. The conjunction of spheres is basically a bunch of worlds all came together uh, and made the current Witcher world. And so it brought all the different races together and monsters and magic. And, and these things were all thrown together haphazardly which hadn't ever been together before. And so it created this mess of nonsense. Mm -hmm. And that's why, like, there are monsters and terrible things in the dark and people can't handle them. Like, that's not a thing that normal people can deal with. And so people were like, we need to make something that can handle this. And then they invented witchers, um, which is cool. That's a neat concept. Um, unfortunately, being a witcher sucks. Yeah. It's terrible. Quite abusive. Yeah, it's didn't and it's it ends right like they don't make witchers anymore, right? Uh, they've talked about that in the show at this point that the ways to make witchers are no longer options, mm -hmm. I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, but Geralt is going back to see uh whoever it was in Carignor, um, for for some reason, I guess to get healing or yeah, he or got bit like, like by a zombie or something. Yeah, or whatever. They stick so we there. start seeing some flashbacks to to that time of life. Well, at least yeah. right before he goes into becoming a witcher, and then he possibly sees his mother, but we're not actually sure if it's hallucinations or what's happening. Yeah, it's it's all kind of weird. Yeah, you know. But anyways, back to what I was saying about oh yeah, his Renfrey. mom's a super witcher lady or yeah. something. No, not, not a witcher. witcher. Not sorry. I, I meant to say, Mage. she's a super witch or, or lady. Uh, she's like a healer. I guess. Like, Maybe. Who knows what we she is. We don't really know. She's a weird destiny lady. Who knows? But Matt, like I was saying, Renfrey. Yes. Yes. What about her? Well, I was saying that I didn't quite understand um, everything that went on. So I we uh, so the first time I watched that show, I was like, oh, Renfrey. Uh, okay, cool. She's got this big important destiny thing, and then she and died. Then she's like gone. And I was like, oh, okay. So I I did a little bit of reading about that as well. So apparently, um, she is like some sort of uh some sort of woman who's born, and when. I guess when all the all the women of this sort of era are born, they talk about this, you know, then there will be well, chaos there and was, death. And there was a certain night or it was like a certain moon. Yeah, there was an eclipse or something. Yeah. Like that. So every basically every princess that was born under that moon, um, like was going to be like a murderer. Super evil. So and this crazy. one mage and, dude and I think, was like, Okay, I'm gonna kill them all I think, then or I think put if them all, all of in them, towers. I think if all of them came together they would have summoned like a goddess of death and destruction or something fun uh, that would have like blown up the world or some crazy nonsense right uh so obviously don't let that happen even though they didn't know if that was gonna happen or not um uh, but they like clearly were born with mutations and stuff right so so i'm just curious if this is gonna come up more in the second season or if this Maybe. is in reference to uh more in a in the I books think than... i think it's more a reference to witcher lord because renfrey yeah. That's what on I was my, thinking. Renfrey, on my understanding, is a character in the books and in the games. It makes sense. I but, mean, he, the Witcher, like, she impacts him a lot. Yeah. She was really big for being in one episode. Yeah. And and she sort of sets his tone. She, she, she comes up tone. a little bit in, in episodes after yeah. that as she well. She sets his tone for most of the series. Yeah. She's the reason he's the Butcher of Blaviken, you know? And and her prophecy, her dream prophecy that I don't think I don't think she actually ever said to him mm -hmm. is oh no she did right at the end when he was holding her she said the girl in the forest will be with you always mm -hmm. or something like that mm -hmm. well and he was dreaming about it after they slept together too yeah um, um, but and then that and her saying that came up later too mm -hmm. even like went right when he and Siri so how did she know about that find each other right Who it's knows? like what's happening with that yeah, yeah. she's a magic lady clearly yeah. somehow magically yeah um magic magic but magic. yeah so speaking of magic people what do you think about uh we, we won't specifically talk about yennefer yet but what do you think about the magic society the the brotherhood the brotherhood oh my gosh <laughs> what a mess i honestly okay so i'm not saying i agree with nilfgaard but at the same time well, we don't know what nilfgaard is all about well we do a little bit Kinda. so at the at the, the white flame the age of the age of axe and sword is nigh the age of fire so what's the prophecy gosh dang it i don't know but to is the not to say oh my gosh um 
what's her name? Frangella. Frangella is the mage for Nilfgaard. And she was talking a little bit about how the South... They're cha- so they are changing the way that mages are brought up. So they're making them like soldiers. Um, and so they were talking a little bit about how just the way that the Brotherhood does it and kind of the North does it. They yeah. want to do things differently. Yeah. Because she's, she's a total wackadoo now. Uh, well, she's she's willing to do the magic that they're not willing to do. She's in a cult. For good reason. Well... Uh, oh, not willing to do for good reason. I understand what you're saying. Yes. Sure. Like, like yes. she was like, make this bomb, and then they died while making it. And she's like, well, great. It's the sort of thing where, like, okay, so let's let's talk about magic in this universe for a second here. So, ah, magic. <laughs> uh, so magic, in its essence, is something that comes at a cost. You can't just use it. Right. You need to give something up. So some people can destroy living things to use magic, and... The way that they make people just able to use magic whenever they want is by removing part of them, mm-hmm. I guess. Like, sacrificing a part of them so that they can use magic. And in Yennefer's case, they remove her womb, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, so she can't she can't bear children anymore. And that is a constant price that is being paid. And you and I, before you ever saw this series, were kind of talking about... Or no, after you saw the series, we were talking about, um, like... Well, that's kind of unfair that women have to give this thing up. And I and I brought up the hypothetical point of, well, it's possible that they remove something from the men mm-hmm. in a similar fashion mm-hmm. and we just never get to see it because we don't see it. And that would make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, I understand that in some cases it's more important to a woman than a man to, like, have children and... um and like have a family and that kind of stuff but at the same time it is also like i guess just a physical loss that they experience i don't know if emotional amount of caring plays into any of that but so there's this cost to magic and sort of the idea of what fringilla is doing and the other mages of nilfgar is they are going above and beyond to give up whole people to cast a spell which is crazy that's nuts. That's a lot of magic. Yeah, not about that. No, not not, that not super into that. And oh gosh, there's there's that scene in like episode two, three, where they're trying to hunt down Siri, and so they they find Queen Calanthe's body, and they cut off a bit of her skin, and the one guy oh my eats gosh. it, and then they cut him open and read his entrails, and I'm like, oh so my gosh, so, so like, gross. I was like, that's awesome, but gross. Uh, very very dumb. Uh, okay, hang on, I think I found the prophecy. Uh nope, this isn't the right one. Dang it. I don't know, whatever. This is I'm reading so many weird spoilers for the Witcher universe. Uh anyway, so so yeah, magic is crazy. The Brotherhood is nuts. There I yeah, feel like not about it. Wouldn't wouldn't really want to go through no. that. I feel like they're very much just this group of people that is like, we've decided that we're secretly in charge. And so we're gonna put ourselves everywhere. And influence people so that what we think is best goes the way we want it to. That doesn't always work. In fact, sometimes it really doesn't work. And they need to have a better screening process for people. I feel like it just... No, it's pretty much a toxic mess. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. Pretty, it's pretty awful. Uh, it's politics. Yay! Yay! Um, but yeah, so I'm trying to think. Uh, Stregobor is dumb and I hate him. Uh, he was the uh, mage from the first episode. Uh, he wanted to kill Renfrey. He's in a lot more than the first episode. Oh, sure. I'm, yeah. I'm, this is for your context because you were looking at me blankly. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, Stregobor sucks. I hate him. He's just a jerk and has never been useful to anybody. Uh, <laughs> what a useless man. <laughs> uh, what's the what's Yennefer's first love interest? Uh, stinking. Oh my gosh, I didn't even write him down because I don't Estred. care. <laughs> I don't even care about yeah, him. Stred, I think, is what his name is. Um, he, the poor guy. Yeah, he's, honestly, he's not that bad. He's fine. Um, he's nice. He kind of. I'm really glad he's, he's he dodged boring. a bullet, honestly, with Ooh, her. The, the ISS is passing by. Uh, the what? The International Space Station. Oh, it's gonna be visible in like five minutes. Cool. Yeah, for us. Yes, know. for us <laughs> specifically where we are at this time. Uh, oh no, they know what date it is now. Probably if you can find that sort of thing. Anyway, so. He, I feel like his, 
Yennefer gets mad at him because he told her secret to Stragobor. And, and she's like, yeah, you've never told a secret on me. Or no, like, no, no, he says that. Yeah, or, he's yeah, like, he he's says like that you her. were spying on me. Like, we both knew what was happening here. And and he's like, come with me. Like, be a part of my life. And she's like, your life is boring and sucks. And I hate you. And he goes, oh. Uh, well, and she tells worse than that. She's like, to me, that sounds like slow suicide. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> like, down. ouch. I, uh, Poor man, guy. Jennifer is a character. And a half. Uh, oh, actually not. <laughs> I, uh, man. <sighs> Yennefer. Yeah, Matt, how do you, how, tell me how you really feel about Yennefer. Uh, she, um, she's a character in The Witcher, uh, the Netflix show. <laughs> With purple eyes. She does have, I like her purple eyes. Those are cool. Um, so uh, the way I would best describe her is, um. Useless. Consumed oh. by bitterness. Yeah self-deprecating and self-defeating yes i feel like she's her own worst enemy oh for sure and she thinks that everyone else is her own worst enemy and she's wrong yep i I, she thinks that Geralt is one of the reasons she's doing poorly in life and uh, it makes me think of hamilton and uh aaron burr writing to hamilton and he's like um i look back on where i failed and every place i checked found your disrespect Back. oh gosh i love it and it's i've i feel like because you know they're sort of present at all these pivotal moments for each other and dealing with all their own stuff and it just sucks like it's like stop you guys are kind of like Geralt is great for you yennefer yennefer you're good for Geralt, except for the times that you're terrible for him and please stop please I be okay she, she needs to pause and work on herself yes i agree <laughs> she does need to work on herself because she has like nothing going for her even even when she goes to the defense of the north like in that one town city yeah. or whatever she's like it is a good moment why am i here what are we even doing this sucks but like once she gets into it once she starts to meet sure. the people like i feel like she she gets into it a little bit i think yeah. she feels bad for these people yeah because they don't have a choice and she's like She's like, I have magic. And they're like, oh, could you do more of this? She's like, oh, it's it's not like, it's not actually helpful. And it's not real. Yeah. Like, okay. like, oh my gosh, shut up. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, she, she feels bad. She realizes like, oh, I am privileged. Yikes. She's like, what do you mean my life is better than all these other people? What? How, this isn't right. My life is miserable. I hate everything. You know? She's a mess. She's a mess. She's, She's a hot a mess. mess and but like to be fair she had an awful oh yeah she has not really had the best upbringing in any capacity well not only her childhood her entire time being raised up as a mage that too was just an awful time for her and really bad and it sucks Mm -hmm. and she's done what she had to do to survive and it's really hurt her Mm -hmm. and she absolutely is deserving of mercy and healing and good times mm-hmm. all around. And that's why I like Geralt and her being involved because mm-hmm. he's really good for her. Mm-hmm. But I I, I got to say, I wouldn't hang out with her. No. Uh, Very intense. Also, the other thing, too, is that... Um, and you brought this up even before I think I watched it. But So she's extremely upset that her choice to have a baby was taken away. Yeah. But it was actually her choice to do that. Yeah, but she didn't know what it would mean to her, I think is something she says directly in the show. It's like, you made that choice, Yennefer. And she's like, yes, but I didn't know what it would mean to me. you know. And it's sort of this thing where she thought she was getting everything she wanted out of life. And then her life was off. This was boring and dumb. And she's like, I hate it here. This sucks. And then, and then stinking queen lady is like, this baby... I'm their whole world. I'm like, I'm oh everything gosh. to them. And Yennefer is like, that sounds like a pretty good deal to me. <laughs> but I can't have a baby. I'm gonna. Why doesn't ab- she just like steal a baby? What do you? What, okay, I'm sorry, but like with all of the things she's going through. What do through, you mean? She's not evil. Okay, but like there could there's the, or like adopt like find a way to adopt. They don't a child. adopt. What I, are you talking about? You don't about? know. Besides, it's not the same whatever it's not her baby whatever what she's sentimental and a jerk 
Uh, no, I, I. So one of the scenes that has a lot of impact yeah. too is so after that queen is like this baby's the whole world to me, and then that queen gets murdered and tries yeah. to give up her child. Um. So Yennefer saves the child and lets the queen get killed. Well, she doesn't save the child. She tries, well, and then the baby dies. I meant she saved her and then got to the beach and then realized that the baby was dead. Yeah. Um. And it was interesting, just like her little monologue to that that baby, just saying like, you know, you've cheated the game and you didn't even know it, and like going through like what what would your life have actually looked like yeah. well you know your friends mostly the fair weather like um like you wouldn't have been taken seriously because you're a girl like let's just be honest like this isn't yeah you 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 got out the better way and like it's really sad but like from where she's coming from it's kind of like yeah i could see how from her perspective yennefer is like that that's how that she needs be. some antidepressants she needs some counseling. She needs some counseling. That's <laughs> very true. But what? Well, who would Yennefer listen to? Oh no, ever? absolutely not. Nobody. Well, she doesn't want help. Maybe so, Tissaia. So maybe Tissaia because she, yeah, Tissaia uh, is the person she hates most in the world, but wants the love of, from yeah. the most. Yeah. And and I remember, you know, when when that guy tricks her to coming to the to wherever the magic place is, the I, Brotherhood. I, yeah, I can't remember the name. Um, it's like I thought Tissaia wanted to see me, and he goes. Oh no, we wanted you here. Uh, she, she doesn't even know that, you're you know, here. You're the best. She's like, I'm done. I don't care what you guys want. I'm out. It took five minutes for the lies to start. Gosh, I hate her. She's such a brat, and not. I a- mean, she wasn't wrong. I mean, she's not wrong, but also like, get over yourself. Yeah. Calm down. Just shut up. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> um. But yeah, uh, what else we got? Um, the Bard. Oh gosh, Yaskier. Yaskier. I love Yaskier. I love him so much. He's my spirit animal. He's, um, what? No, he's not. <laughs> not actually, You're nothing no. like Yaskier. No, 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 no. But like, I just love his sassy remarks. Yeah. And like, he's just yeah. comic relief for the whole show because oh everything's so serious. He's great. I uh, really, I really, not everything's serious, but I love, I love Yaskier. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just, he's very comedic. He's yeah. very fun. He he's, says whatever he thinks. He's got a really, a lot of great one-liners. Yeah. He's, he's great for Geralt to make fun of. Yeah. He provides the, the sort of motivation for several, several episodes, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. Well, part of it too is that. I mean, the Witcher wouldn't be as famous no. as he is at all without um, toss Yaskier. A coin to yeah, your Witcher. toss a coin to your Witcher. So when that when that came out and was like exploding all over the internet, that uh, that actor like came out and said, mm-hmm. "You guys think it's stuck in your head now?" Months before the show came out, <laughs> I was in my shower going, "Toss a coin!" Dang it! <laughs> uh, very funny, very dumb. No, and he, oh man, all of the actors in this really do a phenomenal yeah, job. I, I, I like really, really love him. Um, yeah, I like, um, yeah, I like their relationship a lot. I think it's really fun. And, yeah, they're buds. Yeah. But even if Geralt doesn't want to admit it. Yeah. And, and it's sad, like, because their relationship has, quote unquote, ended at this point um, with Yaskier leaving at the end of the dragon episode oh yeah Geralt basically yells at him he's like you're the reason my life sucks every time you show up things go bad and he and Yaskir's like okay well I'll bye Geralt and he walks away and that's the last we see Yaskir for now <laughs> and it's sad that's awful and we're definitely gonna see him in season two and I'm, gonna, and I'm gonna cry when they when Yaskir's like hey Geralt you know I, I came back and and Geralt's and like Geralt's like, Geralt's like <sighs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, no, but it's gosh, I like that he's this peppy, fun character in this dark and dreary world. Yeah, we have so few, and he brings a lot of fun and joy to the series. Yeah. And but he has a real relationship with Geralt as well. Like they are friends, and and they have a falling out, and mm-hmm. that's awesome. Like that's such a fun. It's such a fun, real dynamic. Yes. I love it. I, I love so it. My favorite exchange between the two of them is when, um, is when Yaskir's like, "All right, tell me really, like, how is my singing?" And Geralt's like, "It's like ordering a pie and finding it has no filling." And, <laughs> and Yaskir's like, "You need a nap." Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was such a fun. That was such a fun scene. It was so great. I like them. I like them at the um at the, oh, the betrothment party yeah. and, and 
and he, you know, Yasker's been cornered by some noble. Yeah. And Geralt comes up and says, like, he's a eunuch. He's, <laughs> he couldn't have slept with your wife. He's a <laughs> and, and the man's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And gives him, like, a coin. Yeah. He's and like, oh. and Yasker's <laughs> like, how dare you? I'm not going to get laid today. And he goes, I just did you a favor. And it's so funny oh, seeing. Because so this, is, this is Geralt joking around. And yeah. It's, it's great. I love it. <laughs> Very dumb. Oh, um, so good. But yeah, uh, Siri. Yeah, Siri's Siri. great. She's cute. Poor Siri. Uh, her life sucks, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a, uh, she's very interesting. I'm. It's very interesting how Calanthe raises her too. Yeah, because like she doesn't know so many things, and that's really not her fault. Like, Super shelter baby. Yeah, yeah, like she doesn't know how much people are suffering. Even like the the boys that she's playing with in the square, like they come back later and like attack her, kind of like way later. Yeah. Um, like months later, and and she's like, what? Like, what are you doing? Like, we played knuckle bones together. Like, we have this relationship, and they're like, you don't know us, and like. They like just because we let you had to let you win. The only thing special about you is the, you know, crown on your head. And it's just like she's like, what? Yeah, what like, are you talking about? And like seeing her see these di- the different people, her different people yeah, spread out and scattered, and, and, and seeing all these different views on how they and view they're like, royalty. we hate Queen Calanthe. And right? She's, and like, she's what? like, what? Why? Right? And she has she no idea. Get it. And yeah. like she's so young, and like I can't she had no idea like how would she yeah. have any idea you know um so I, I i feel for her i think she has shocking depths as well for a yeah. character who i feel like isn't super prominent in terms of like getting who she is out there for us as the audience like she feels like she's a kid in a yeah. story that is yeah. like this and she's trying her best. She's scared. Yeah. I mean, she's scared for her she's, life. But she's she res- doesn't know what to do. Like, she's having a hard time making choices because she's like, she's not prepared for yeah. what what's happening. But she's resourceful. Yeah. And she's, she's kind. She's good. She's yeah. a good person. And, um, shoot, what's the elf's name? Dara. Uh, Dara? Dara. Dara. Uh, Dara is a really fun companion character. Um, which, like, honestly, when they leave the forest, I'm like, Dara, stay. Dara, stay. Yeah. Don't go. Don't follow her. Yeah. But um, I, I wouldn't have wanted Dara to stay in that forest. Gosh, no thanks. But he would have been fine. But... But he's an elf. Like, wh- but... But they weren't elves. The people in the forest. They were druids. Right, but they wouldn't have hurt him. No, like, they he wouldn't have, found a place. but he would have lived an empty life. You know what I mean? That's true. Like, no memories, no feeling, no nothing. You just live in the forest, and that's all you do. And that's... But I'm saying, like, for someone, for how the world sees him. Sure. And the fact that he has no family, like, maybe that wasn't the worst case scenario. So, by the way, that's another that's another relationship that soured towards the end of the season. And I and expect will yeah. resume later on. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'm really interested to see more elves in this show. Yes. Because, like, that I, whole I, would dynamic. Love, I would love to see Phil Evandrel come back. Mm-hmm. I would love to see Dara come back. Like, I would love for there to be sort of an elf thing going on. Um, because, like, it's not, it's, it's well, a big a lot point. Of, there's in a the sickness show. in the whole world, right? Yeah. Like, this, ra- this racism towards elves, like, in the series and, and, and everything, and dwarves, and everything that's happening right now with the mages and how that's all happening. So, like, there's a lot of sickness that, like, isn't being resolved. Yeah. So. That's a huge, that's a huge theme in this series that isn't ever super on the front page because there's nothing to be done about it. You know what I mean? And again, that might be, I wonder if it's be more relevant in the books or more talked about. In yeah, the books. probably. I yeah. imagine. But like, it's the sort of thing where it's not like a modern day setting where you can just make huge changes out of nowhere to how the world sees stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, and it's crazy. Yeah. I would love to see, I would love to see more of the elves in, in a later season. I would love to see more of that dynamic playing out between yeah. just sort of this, this ever existing spite between the two races. Right. Because it but, seems like humans are really the bad guys in this situation. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, and so, and back to her series of aware- unawareness, like, she had no idea that for Dara, like, his whole family was wiped out by Queen Calanthe. Yeah, and her people, that's crazy. Her soldiers, and, and Siri's like, what? Like, I had no idea. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, you're my friend. They like, did what with the babies? Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, wow. Um. But yeah, that's that's a relationship that has soured that I would yeah. love to see yeah. rekindle at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I so and speaking of the depth that Siri has and that actress has, 
one of the moments that really sticks out to me and they show it both at the beginning of the series and at the very end is when she is saying goodbye to her grandmother to queen calanthe so siri very seriously like knowing that her grandma's going to die is holding her hands and says like i love you and her grandma says to her find Geralt of rivia yeah which is like in the first episode when you have no idea what's coming yeah you're like what yeah like you what does this what lady is, have like, to do with girl of like, Rivia? What? like and you just you feel for siri in this confusion of like excuse me what are you saying to me right yeah. now and then at the end you see that by her saying that that's her saying this is your only hope like this yeah. is her saying i yeah. love you back this is your destiny this is how you survive right yeah. This is how I protect you. Find Geralt of yeah. Rivia. And it's like, <laughs> anyways, I love that scene. So do you have expectations for Siri going forward, knowing nothing about the franchise at all? I'm just so interested for the relationship. Like, what does Destiny have in store for these two? He's you know, be a super dad. Super it's dad. Be awesome. <laughs> uh, just kidding. It's going to be awesome. Um, I, I imagine. Well, I, oh, gosh, I can picture it now. Like, you know, grumpy dad Geralt and kind of raised as a spoiled brat Siri and and her going <laughs> like, like, gosh, where are we going? And he goes. <sighs> <laughs> well, I think that now that Destiny has been put back on on track in theory because part of the reason that this, all of this horrible things was happening we believe is because they were running queen calanthe was running away from destiny and, and right? Geralt was running away from and destiny. Geralt, yes um so i i'd be curious well first of all we don't know we know Sintra was a very big and powerful yeah um place at one point but we don't know where they're at now or even how many well, they're people dead. right so it's like is absolutely everybody dead is there still like people living like we don't we that's what we don't know we don't know how much is how many people got scattered and how many people are actually dead you yeah. know assuming most of them are dead but if there is some people left i wonder if it's possible for siri to eventually become a queen yeah like, if be, they could you know, to, like, step into this role in now that destiny has been fulfilled you know maybe i i find myself having a hard time thinking that Geralt would care about a country enough to be a part of that you know what i mean right it's possible though I don't but know. but the at the same time like we see a lot of things coming out of destiny out, coming out of these two characters that we hadn't before you know and just like but they have there's something is tied like something's tying them together yeah. right so i think something's going to continue to tie them together yeah i um i i i'm interested because it seems like there's this huge cult vibe coming from nilfgaard and whether Geralt will get involved in that because, like, maybe there's some crazy monster mm-hmm. or, like, god or deity of, or some nonsense thing that's in control of this country in some way. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd be interested to see if that becomes a thing. Um, yeah. I don't know. So, who knows? I, I'm interested for the next season. All right. A couple minor characters I want to talk about. Okay. So, uh, one of the mages, Vilgefortz. He's the one with the sword that can teleport into its sheath. Oh uh, yeah! He fights. He fights uh, Captain of Nilfgaard boy, yeah. the prince. Yeah. Uh, who I also want to talk about in a second. Vilgefortz, um, not very you know exciting or interesting until he becomes a traitor right at the end. Yeah. He stabs that mage who's a part of the the defend the town group. Yeah. And it's like, excuse me, what? What, what just happened? Yeah. Very interested to see yeah, where, where that's that going to go. Yeah. Uh, the captain guy, um, yeah. the prince of Nilfgaard or whatever, mm-hmm. very interesting. Who in one episode, like, like is able to um, be in charge of that. So there was the dude that... The doppelganger? Yeah. 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 So that's an interesting creature that we don't really know very too neat. much yeah. about, um, but he gets him on board. And I think he he kills him. Yes. Uh no the uh the doppelganger gets away. Are you sure? Yes, because okay. because he's he basically loses him in like a crowd of people, and then he kills that crowd of people and doesn't find the doppelganger. Oh, okay, great, cool. Yeah, and uh, and then Frangilla comes in and is like, you know, a simple test of silver would have sufficed, and he goes, "This was more thorough." <laughs> yeah, like having killed everybody. Yikes. Yeah, that dude's crazy. Yeah, so that's interesting because, and we too. The white flame. Someone says at some point that the people in charge of Nilfgaard, like going from king to king to king, changes very fast. Yeah. So it is interesting that this guy is is staying in power right now. Because the general synopsis was basically 
Nilfgaard was a, a garbage place that nobody liked, and then someone overthrew them, right? Mm, I think. I don't know. And then, and then the rightful heir came back and overthrew him, and so the rightful heir is on the throne, and I think that's the prince guy. It's uh, also Fringilla, I think, that's making a huge difference. Yes, as well. absolutely. Yeah, because she's bitter. Yeah, because she wasn't supposed to be stationed there. Yeah, and now she's found a way to rise to power and is using different magic. Yeah. And she's again, like, I don't know how much Fringilla still exists as a human being. I'm pretty sure she's a weird cult brain person now. That's not a real human anymore. Okay. Uh, <laughs> like I, I call me crazy, but I'm pretty sure that is not fringilla so to speak you know what i mean okay i don't agree with that theory sure. but we'll see i, I guess. guess we'll find out i'll put five dollars down just kidding i'm not betting on that <laughs> uh so yeah so those are two really interesting characters uh mouse is dead that's sad he i was, know he was a great character he was fun he was really what a cute good dude um gosh is there anyone else super fun and interesting and exciting here not really uh, i mean we kind of talked about to yeah, like, she kind of sees herself in yennefer which i think is sad, it, and, sad co- and good and cool. yeah. yeah they have a very I, interesting relationship i like to say a kind of like she's she's a jerk but it's her job to be a jerk yeah and she cares about the world and that's that's fine like okay that's more than yennefer's got yeah um so yeah that, that kind of sucks um pavetta was cool yeah dooney was cool uh here that's the that's the captain dude um gosh anything else anything else i I think think that's about it i feel like i'm missing something why am i crazy i mean it's not exactly a long yeah it's eight episodes yeah 40 minutes each or something like that um very good though like honestly i you know i enjoyed it start to finish yeah good just as much the second time i watched it actually even better almost because i had i now knew the order like i knew the story now i think what's really cool about watching it the first time through though is just that like time shifting you don't know what's happening that's a very fun mechanic and it's really until halfway through that you're starting to be like okay i'm starting to understand what's happening here and then you get to the end and you're like oh my gosh like wow yeah it all lines (laughs) up pretty well so very excited for season two. Yeah, Can't wait for that. Too. I think me it comes too. out next year at some point. Yeah. I guess we'll find out. Um, but yeah. All right. Well, you know, thank you all for listening. I forgot to say last time, um, but, you know, email us at charactercanon at gmail.com. Tweet at us at charactercanon on the Twitters. That's um, not what it's called you're not what it's called um and also announcement for character canon we are going to be on hiatus for a bit um at least till sometime in 2021 so be following us on twitter for updates of what's happening and what we're doing and until then stay geeky i'm not gonna dignify that with a response